Get ready for a no BS approach to health and fitness. This is NBS Fitness Radio. What's up? Welcome back to MBS Fitness Radio. I am here with my two good friends, Jesse and Michael Pickett. Um, Jesse and Michael have been members at MBS now three years, yep, uh, with a brief stint in Florida. Uh, they have two children, Becca and Mikey. Uh, and how old are Becca and Mikey? Becca is eight and Mikey is four. Awesome. And so our our topic for today is just family fitness, um, the kind of value of fitness and how to, why it's important, how we how you implement it, all that. But first, kind of give me your your individual backgrounds in fitness, that the short version of like when you started, um, and just kind of give me your story. So let's start start with you, Jesse. All right. Well, I've always grown up into fitness of some sort. I danced. I rode horses. Played soccer growing up, um, but really got more serious in college. Okay. Started just kind of doing my own thing at the college campus gym, lifting weights, getting into that, and then got really more zoned in on it after having Becca, um, after becoming a mother. Really, How old were you when you had Becca? I was 25. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I had her, and that is when we really realized how important it was for us individually and us as a couple and okay. us as a family. Well, well, what was it about having your first child that kind of triggered that? Well, you know, as a woman, um, <laughs> we we have to bear the children and deliver the children. And yep. so I wanted to get back into shape. Yeah. I mean, that was my original goal was to get my pre-baby body back. Yeah. Um, and in that process of having kind of that short-term goal, or uh, I guess you would consider that a little, maybe a superficial, superficial goal, um, developed just my love for fitness, you know, and it it became to where it wasn't, uh, you know, am I going to work out this week or am I going to get my fitness in? It it slowly transitioned for both of us into, no, we are. What what else are we going to give up to make this happen every day? Yeah. Yeah, and what is not, not only, right. Yeah, I mean, we started changing our priorities. We started seeing things differently. So from there, um, we started training together, and that was a lot of fun, and we developed a lot of uh, similarities and fun times through that. I think at first we started, like, a lot of outdoor stuff, like running. And, uh, you know, I grew up playing soccer, okay. and I wrestled, um, but – Tall and lengthy, so running was always in my wheelhouse. So we started doing that with the goal of kind of like 5Ks and, you know, eventually working up to some bigger races, and then we got to a half marathon, and I think that's – we're good with that. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. But, um, yeah, when Becca came about, we still continued to run, but we – So y'all were doing the running stuff together together. before Becca. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And, um, and we just loved it, you know, just being outside and our schedules were such that, uh, you know, as nurses, we worked three 12 hour shifts and we could, you know, we had two days off during the week and, um, we just fell in love with it and the the high you get from running and just what, how far can I go and how fast can I go? And the only thing holding me back from doing more is my mind. Yeah. Let's see what we can do with this and had a lot of fun with it. But, um, I think both of us, 
at some point where like, you know, cause I also grew up just lifting weights just for fun or whatever, you know? And, uh, and we decided like, Hey, let's, you know, we've got Becca here. It's hot outside all the time. Like, let's go check out the Y they have daycare. Gotcha. Yeah. So that was like the beginning of it all. I think for us, like really like making lifting yeah, and uh, kind of iron sport, I guess, if you will, okay. like part of our, our wheelhouse. Yeah. And it was fun too, when we were running and we started incorporating Becca into it, we would each go out at the same time and then take turns pushing the stroller, Yeah, you know, and he was a lot better at it than I was. So he would push her longer, but we would, um, we had a nice, a good stroller to help out there. That yeah. thing could go on the trails with that yeah so that's kind of where it all started very cool yeah i've realized like uh pushing the baby in the stroller is like oh this is fun this is like a little <laughs> challenge and then when you have like your 35 pound toddler you're like you're a heavy dude <laughs> and we got the two you're like nope no, no you, we're you, not running you <laughs> can't like, turn the wheel no. like, uh, <laughs> it like really slows your pace down mm-hmm. when you're pushing 60 pounds <laughs> which you know i like that it's like hey this is a challenge it's just more weight yeah. to run with so Good, good stuff. Quite the challenge. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Especially uphill. <laughs> so, um, how did you see the change in yourselves, um, maybe physically, mentally, and even kind of in some of your like family dynamics um, f- when you started implementing those, when you started training a little bit more? Like, how did you see that kind of play out in your daily lives? Um, I really think that it just was a slope process mm-hmm. you know you sometimes don't even know that change is occurring until it's occurred but we started developing just more energy yeah we had more energy for each other for for becca and then mikey came along and you know that was a huge game changer for us having a second child um michael was in school getting his doctorate in um crna and so we needed the energy. We needed energy yeah. to continue to date one another and to invest in each other as a couple, but also be there for our kids. And um, fitness provided that. And yeah. that was, there was no de- denying that fitness was, you know, what, what drove that, what created that for you, us. You know, and it's funny because I think, like, had I started school and we wouldn't been in, or had that mindset, um, it could have been completely different because when school started, it was like zero time for anything else. And, um, pretty much hanging out with friends and stuff like that kind of went out the window. And, uh, had we not built that base to start off with, you know, we might be in a completely different situation. Were you able to train, you know, through school and everything still? Yeah, a little bit. I can't remember how it all went down. Um, I think at the beginning of school when things were a little nerve wracking and timing was an issue, um, I think it was kind of like, all right, when I get home from the library or whatever, from school, we'll eat, we'll put the kids down, and then I'm going to go on a, a three-mile run. Yeah, just a just something. 23 minutes, just get my heart rate up. Right. Yeah. And then um, uh, I felt more comfortable with school and uh, the time you know, yeah. that I had available for it. So I would start, start to go to the gym because I was like, it, it definitely – get you pretty tired, you know, yeah. if you're, especially that mental capacity of using it for school yeah, and then also lifting heavy and stuff like that. But we, we made it work. So, yeah. And since we had already developed, a, you know, a deep understanding of knowing fitness was part of our lives before he started school, um, 
you know, we, we saw each other very little as it was, but when he said, you know, I need to get out, I need to go run or I need to, you know, do something, I already understood it. Yeah. You know, we weren't learning that in the process of him also being in this very demanding program. Yeah. And uh, I think that that developed a really secure, I don't know, connection between us by him saying, I need this, and I understood it. Yeah, you know? a and deeper he, connection. Yeah. And that was great, too, for you, because when I wasn't around, it was like, had she had nothing to do to, like, focus on or, you know, just to get her energy out, you know, because she had, of course, the kids were in daycare, or Becca was at first, because Mikey wasn't born yet. But she needed something, and having that as an outlet, she just really – just dove straight in and was like looking up workouts and just making it a huge part of her day to day. Yeah. And I, and I, I love fitness for that too. Yeah. Cause when I wasn't available, unfortunately she still had a way to, to find happiness and we could share those. Something to work towards and something to kind of get better at. And like, yeah, she would send me pictures like, you know, when I was clinical and like, oh, I did this, or a new PR, here's yeah. my squat. And I was like, yeah, go, baby. That's, That's awesome. awesome. So, definitely. Yeah, I think the um, – when I think about what are the biggest impacts fitness have, like on the fi- family dynamics, it's one energy. Mm. Um, you know, we have three kids. Both of us work full-time. And uh, there's no way we could do all of that at an appropriate level if we had a body that wasn't functioning fully. Right. Um, there's no way we could give our all at work and be in the right mind mindset, have energy all day to do what we do to the passion we have it for, and then be able to also come home and have energy to play with our kids, especially little kids that, that require you to play with yeah. them. Yeah. And so some of them, I'm like, I don't know how the hell anyone <laughs> who's not fit engages with toddlers at the end of the day i don't know how they (laughs) find the time and the energy you know and that's we're both like i'm like what are we doing tonight like we're going outside like that's what we're definitely doing something and um jesse's right there with me right on board with it like we'll go to the pool we're gonna go kick the ball around we're doing something the kids will come out in the garage and i'll be like hey work on this she'll be getting them hang from the rings like we're doing something yeah Um, that's like the like, we usually get home, we have two and a half to three hours with our kids at the end of the day. And I think if you didn't have, if you didn't have that energy, you would get home and you'd be exhausted. And you'd be like, I, the only thing I have the time to, or the energy to do is sit on the couch, turn on the TV. Yeah. And either your kids are going to engage with that with you, or they're going to disengage and go do something else. Either way, that's not good. Like, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we really try to fight against, you know, screens, yep. you know, I mean, as much as we, as much as we can, we yeah, obviously, of course, the kids, we're realistic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we make it a point at night to get out, do something uh, together as a family and having the energy to do so is yeah. huge, especially for toddlerhood. And there's yeah. so many like special, like silly, fun experiences come out of just getting out there and just doing something. Like it doesn't even matter. Um, you know, we'll come up with some joke about something or the other day, you know, you were kicking the soccer ball and you lost your balance and, you know, little stupid little things that wouldn't have happened otherwise if we were all just sitting on the couch watching uh, Mickey Mouse or something. Yeah. You know, just 
So I think we're very appreciative of fitness for, for what has, that has brought to our family yeah. and like being able to share moments together that are seemingly not so special, but yeah. after the fact it feels very special. Yeah, I think the energy aspect is huge. Another one I think is the stress relief. Um, meaning like the, the training I, I go through every day is an opportunity for me to kind of shut everything off. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about family. I'm not thinking about anything, but this, this workout. Right. And it's a kind of good opportunity to, um, release some of that stress, release some of that energy so that, um, that when I am home one, because I've, uh, I've stewarded my body properly, I've got the energy, but I've also not got this built up stress. So my kids are going to do something that I'm that's going to frustrate me. I'm able to have a a barrier of um, awareness and control so yeah. that I don't do something that ultimately is negatively impacting to them and, and our relationship. Meaning, for example, I can have a calm conversation with them and say, "Hey." We're not going to do that. If you do that again, you're going to go to timeout. But right. I don't. I, but I don't snap on them. Right. I, can, I can. I can parent them and discipline them, but it gives me the control in those moments of stress to still be able to think, um, to to not let an emotion overwhelm me. Mm-hmm. And like that's a big thing for me. Like with our kids, is like everyone's got their own rules, but our rules are basically if we tell you once and you and you. And you don't do it like uh, it, the same is going to be. Hey, if you don't do X Y Z, you're going to go timeout. Right. And if it's still done again, it's a spanking. Right. Mm-hmm. But in, in the uh, like wow. last night, the kids tore up like five books, just tore the pages. <laughs> of them. I was like, that's <laughs> a, that's a spanking. <laughs> Straight to the spanking. There's no. But <laughs> um, but the conversation is, James, you're going to get a spanking. I'm going to spank you three times. Mm-hmm. It's a but it's it's and it, but it's not me like being frustrated like, right. how did you do this and screaming it's uh, like it's it's giving me the ability to be calm and let them know like mm-hmm. you you did something wrong and and part of that is being punished for that but is i'm doing it in a loving way that's meant to guide you and not hurt you right. so it's like i can have that conversation with them without my voice raising or any of that kind of stuff so like yeah. i think that's a huge impact on fit uh, the fitness has on the family dynamics that some people don't appreciate. Absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I went through the same scenario the other day with Mikey, you know, um, he finally had to get, had to get his banking. Yep. And it was like, it was done. And then, you know, sat down with him and he, you know, he tried to be tough, you know, yeah. and that's good too. Yeah. Um, but then he, he started crying yeah. and, you know, of course it breaks my heart, but, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't out of anger. It wasn't, um, of course it was frustrating. I don't want to do it anyways as it is, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's so many times now that I'm able to just take a step back and be like, what do I want from the situation? What's the most productive way I can make it occur? And what I want that's best for my children. And I think we both obviously want that and your first initial response is just to kind of freak out. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. Like not being as stressed, having that calmness, um, that focus um, in the moment that uh, fitness has brought to us has helped a lot with our parenting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, I think of like workouts where you're like, 
it's a hard output workout. Right. And your first thought is freak out, quit. Yeah. This is hard. I don't right. like, I, I want to escape from this, whatever. Uh, but like the ability to have done doing that on a daily basis and being able to kind of like have that thought and then also have the, the cognitive awareness to say like, that's not an appropriate thought. Put that away. I'm aware of how I feel, right. but I, I can shift my mind and say, but my actions are not going to reflect that feeling. Right. And that's a benefit that I can take into my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of inner um, interconnections amongst fitness and, and how you portray yourself outside of the gym. And it, I uh, think, primarily boils down to you learn a lot of who you are, truly who you are, and you learn how to discipline yourself in fitness. <clears throat> and by doing that, you learn how to discipline yourself in all aspects, how to control your tongue, how to control your tone, you know, how to not act out of anger, but to act out of, because I love you, we do need to talk about this you might need to get punished for this but i am not doing it out of anger and kids pick up on that so quickly you know i mean becca and mikey are significantly more upset when i act out of anger versus i am and they don't get any better and yeah it doesn't actually teach them they just get upset yeah Yeah. um so they're 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 emotional because they're emotional mm -hmm. they're blocked there's a barrier they're not even hearing or understanding Mm -hmm. yeah and so your point is completely lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what has been some of the communication that you've had to your kids about fitness or health or even maybe like nutrition, the foods you eat? Like how, how, do you, how, how have you guys said like this is who we are and this is what we do to your kids? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, so Becca, she's in second grade and she sees kids in her class and what they bring to school for snacks and lunches. And she comes home and tells me like, you know, um, one of my friends in school, she eats this, you know, why don't we eat that? And, you know, I don't, I don't want to put any judgment on other people because I don't know other people's situations, but there are certain things that we just know from an early age, just because our kids are kids doesn't mean that they have all the access and the right to these junky foods, you know, and I want to teach them early like, no, you know, you know, what you're putting in your body is fueling you for the day. And this is how you get your energy. This is how, you know, you control your emotions and it affects everything. It affects your sleep, you know, and Becca, now that she's getting older, she's <coughs> starting to pick up on that significantly mm. more. What, like, what does she say? Like, how do you, how, what's her response been? She's responded great. She is good. I mean, we used to have to struggle a little bit with her about eating your vegetables and stuff, but like she eats what we cook her. And that's amazing. And then, I mean, there are times when I'm like, I'm the bad culprit here. And I'm like, hey, you want a cookie? And she's okay. like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, what kid says no to a cookie? <laughs> and Mike, Mikey's the same way with cake now. He's, he's got a different problem with gummies. But, um, but yeah, and, you know, that's it's so crazy to think about, too, because I didn't have any of this growing up. And to say that, like, I mean, I'm still learning, of course, as we all are. Um, but to say that here I am, uh, almost 39 years old, and maybe in the past decade, I've started to understand a lot more about like why food even exists in you know fitness and what it does for us. But we're she's what 30, 20, no, I guess 20 years up on me now. Yeah. 
Because she's getting this exposure where we're like, hey, that's not good. It doesn't do anything good for you. It's a waste. Like, it's okay to have sometimes, but we're not doing it every day, all day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's just awesome that I think it's something that's going to stick with them. Yeah. Um, or, or we're going to die trying. Yeah. So what yeah. are some of the, uh, like, give me some examples of how you've implemented, like, healthy nutritional foods into your kids' lives over the years? Um, well, we just, like, for breakfast, we always always have some kind of healthier carb, uh, protein and fruit. Okay. And, and that to both kids is what breakfast does. Yeah. They don't think of breakfast as cinnamon rolls and waffles and things. You You define it for them. Yeah. And then they don't know any different. They don't know, you know, what would would a, what are some healthy carbs and, and proteins that you would introduce at breakfast? Yeah. So, well, I started myself eating, um, a higher nutrient dense oatmeal. Okay. So I try to, anything I make for myself, I have them try. Gotcha. You know, um, I say you don't have to like it and you don't have to eat it forever, but I want you to at least try it. Yep. And they're very open to that, mm-hmm. which has been great because, you know, that's an area where Michael and I get a little frustrated where we're like, you don't even want to try it, yeah. you know? And like then, It's green. I'm like, yeah. so what? <laughs> Green's a pretty cool color. Like, yeah, right. Taste it. And so we try different, like healthier um Healthier cereals, oatmeals. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the stuff that we do right now. We always have fruit. Mikey okay. is our fruit eater. Yeah. Uh, they have like just sitting around or like oh yeah, just slice fruit where they, or mm-hmm. they can just grab it. Yeah, yeah, on it. yeah. So, I mean, I provide, I normally have a variety of fruit in the house and let them pick, Yeah. you know. Um, again, variety is huge. I don't want, because kids too, they get so... They want this, and then they get burned out, and they don't want it ever again. Right. You know, yeah. and you never know when that switch is going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I try to give them something different every day. Okay. Maybe keep a cycle of three different food options for yeah. each category. So we'll do, we typically do um, like an organic pork sausage link. Okay. Um, that has, you know, really good fat contents, pretty low, and yeah. the kids really like it. And then Mikey particularly really likes Egg whites. Okay. <laughs> and get, getting that boy to eat protein is yeah, um, yeah. It's a struggle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I just try to keep it constant, a constant variety. Yeah. And, and just say, hey, you know, like, you don't have to have it. We're, we're, you know, I'm not huge on the clean plate club in yeah. our house. You know, I, I don't want them to feel like they have to force the food down. But I want them to have a healthy relationship yeah. with food and try it. That's well, I, our biggest thing. And I think the kids don't they don't know any better. So like if they're eating nutrient dense food, I think they're intuitive eaters. Um, if they're not, if they're just eating junk, then they're never going to be satisfied. So like we don't like if you've eaten a good amount and you feel like you're good, like so be it. Yeah. I'm not going to force it on you, but you're not getting anything later. Yeah. Cause I know <laughs> that trick. You know? Yeah. Are you full? Yeah. You want some ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Can I have some? Yeah. 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 I don't want anything about broccoli. Yeah. Like, I have plenty of room for ice cream. I'll put your broccoli in your ice cream <laughs> if you want. I get, um, was there a certain age, I guess, where they started to, like, where Becca maybe started becoming a little more open to some of that? I think, I think um, it's very abnormal for, for any parent to not deal with some food um, aversions, like, aversions yeah. in their kids. It's right. just like, like, even, even um, us as people who are, fitness oriented like we still have kids who oh yeah don't want to eat 
a healthy start. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So there, I mean, I, I don't know if I could pinpoint a specific age, but it, as Becca got older, she definitely got more aware. Yeah. You know, and she also being a girl has picked up on like body image very early. You know, kids talk about it at school. She sees things on TV. And so she's like, I want to wear the cute outfits, mm-hmm. you know, which just breaks my heart. Cause she's eight. Yeah, but it that's she reality. Even be having how do you communicate that? Like, how do you, how have you communicated healthy body image uh, to your daughter? I think that's um, it's one of those like tough areas where it's like, hey, like not that body image is important, but like your body's gonna be a reflection of how you treat it. So right. treating it well will make it look a certain way, and that right. is important. Yeah, I mean, to, to, to say it's not important would be a lie, but at the same time, you don't want your daughter focused in on her appearance only. Yes. So, like, how have you how have you managed that communication and the direction with her? Yeah, um, it's a fine line on trying to figure out the right words to say. Because no, I don't want her to be focused on her body image, yeah. you know. But I do want her to be focused on her health. Yeah, and so we just always circle it back to that yeah you know like she asks how can i get my stomach flatter or something like that and we just say you know right now the biggest focus because you're growing is that you eat healthy we stay active we want to drink lots of water you know sleeping well we just always bring it back to the pillars of health which is going to be eating the the good foods and if she wants to have some snack foods or some junk foods occasionally okay yeah she's a kid and we're okay with that as long as it's moderated, you and know? We, and we communicate, like, with me being in healthcare, both of us having a background in it, you know, like, hey, if you focus inward, outward will present itself. If yeah. you focus outward, the inward may not yeah. look the same. Yeah. And so if you just uh, focus on the important matters, then all those other things will come. And yeah. You're eight. You're going to grow. She's like five feet tall. It's What's her response like when you say, when you're like, say something like that? She understands, I feel like. I mean, it's, I mean, Jesse's, um, has been around more and present more, obviously, for uh, her day to day than I have been um, in recent years uh, with my requirements from work. Um, but she seems to be really, um, open yeah yeah because we don't hush it yeah yeah we talk about it yeah you know she wants to know we're gonna talk about it you know and uh and i try to bring to her attention like yeah you know you want to i know you want to look good we all want to look good but the more important thing is that we feel good and that we respect ourselves and we we eat the right foods and we stay active i mean that's what she needs to know as an eight-year-old yeah she needs to just be active and moving around and playing and eating healthy stuff, you know? That, that somewhat just, like, trips me out because I have a one-year-old daughter, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> gosh, at eight years old, she's asking about her stomach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, where do, I mean, where's that? where are those influences coming from? I mean, primarily, I would say school and then TV. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, because kids, I mean, her classmates, they all, a lot of them have older siblings. Older, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so they get exposed to things. Now, Becca's the oldest kid in, you know, in our family. Right. So she doesn't get exposed to those, but her, she gets it from school. She does. Or, yeah. Or her TV shows yeah, or yeah. something like that. Oh, that's kind of nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's sad because you're like, wow, you're supposed to be a kid. You're supposed to be out like playing with chalk and 
kites and things, and she's at, in here worried about her tummy. Yeah. You know? Um. Well, let's kind of shift to to exercise and like how your kids have responded to like y'all exercising. Um. Because you'll bring your kids to the gym. You obviously have a home gym as well. So like they're they're witnessing you exercise and like what's their response been? Man, I. You know, it's funny, like, because this, this even started, um, a, a long time ago as well, where at the Y when it was just Becca and us and, uh, she would go to the daycare and then afterwards she'd be like, you know, mommy, mommy, I want to go, I want to go work out. Yeah. And we're like, Oh, okay. Like for real? Like, okay, yeah. let's, all right, come on out here. And, you know. I don't know if that was supposed to be done with like a five-year-old, but whatever. <laughs> uh, nobody ever said anything. So, uh, yeah, we go out there and like grab some little two and a half pound things and just do some stuff with her. And I don't know. She just really seemed to like, she want, wanted to kind of emulate what we were doing. And that's, you know, they just want to, they want to please us. Yeah. And, and that's such a special relationship to have with your child. Um, and so then it's my duty um, to, sh- to show them the good things, the things that are healthy for you, like the godly things, you know? Um, and so then from there, we got a little kind of smaller home gym and, you know, and I think she started joining in on that too. Yeah. And now, now we have Mikey and he's like, I'm like, Hey Mikey, uh, like even yesterday, um, I chose to work out at home instead of going to the gym. And I was like, are you coming out here? He's like, Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. And he runs out there and he's like, I want to work out with you, dad. And I was yeah. like, awesome. You know, and that's just like, I mean, of course he can't do much, uh, but he's, he's, the desire's there. The desire to please me is there. And the exposure. The exposure, my desire yeah. to um, show him good, healthy, wholesome things yeah. is there. So it's a good, it's a beautiful relationship. It's a full circle thing. And uh, that exposure is just, this is just going to be normal. Yeah. for them yeah and that's what we want we want yeah. this to be normal and everything else to be abnormal yeah yeah because it should be normal uh and then what kind of activities do they do like with y'all in the gym will you give them like a little workout to do like how do you how do you do approach that yeah um especially with becca i i sometimes create a little circuit okay. training for her so she we, loves that she loves the obstacle courses and yeah. stuff she does. You know, so yeah she loves we the ninja warrior bought a little um a kid's barbell okay and so i'll you know we're teaching her in there back squat front squat thrusters and we'll go through some kind of cycle of sit-ups or hanging leg raises or hanging knee raises yeah things that i know she can do but yeah. still kind of test her muscles a little yeah yeah um and what's the thing you started us doing yeah, so recently our family rule is that every time we leave to go somewhere, we each have to go do four pull-ups. Okay. And, and of course, the kids can't do four. No, 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 no. He's, dude, he's strong. Like, his yeah. grip, it's, like, pretty amazing. Yeah. He just jumps up and, like, whoosh, and you're, like, he won't <laughs> let go. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Mikey just... Swings we do on the rings. Okay, and yeah, yeah, Becca yeah. does ring rows. And okay, we do an equivalent, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. something yeah. related. So it's just something silly because I think sometimes we'd walk out there and just be like, uh, "Yeah, do a few," and then she's like, "We should do this every time." Well, and it was—it's funny because now we go out in the garage and Mikey's like, "We got to do our exercise," yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. and and he just thinks that's normal, which yeah. I think is precious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll just create little things, things that I know they're capable of doing. You know, I mean, Mikey's little, and yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, but we'll still get them. 
in there doing some squats. He knows what a burpee is. Yeah. You know, he'll throw it down on the mat. He doesn't, you know, he, <laughs> he, he finds it to be a lot of fun. His squat is perfect. Like his mobility. Yeah. yeah. Like you just keep it, keep that there. Right. You know? Yeah. I, uh, I was doing like some, some a push up thing every every day, push up up, and they would do push up steps with me mm-hmm. as best they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and um, and they would be like, "Hey, Dad, it's push up time." I was like, "It is, let's do it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then on they'll go they'll go out in our gym, and I'll I'll be like, "Hey, can you pick that kettlebell up and carry it over there?" How many times can you pick up yeah, that, nice. that kettlebell? Mm-hmm. Um, the flip side is, I'm like, I'm like, please do not drop that on your <laughs> yeah. toe because like. <laughs> Uh, yeah. They like to swing from the rings and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And um, I think, like, my mindset is, like like you said, I want to expose them to it and make them kind of be like, this is normal. Uh, the way I, I try to frame it is, like, we're the Allens, and this is who we are, and this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Nice. So yeah. they're, like, that's how they're – that's just how they know it to be. It's, like, Allens do X, Y, Z, so that's why I do X, Y, Z, right? Um, and, uh, and then as they start to age and get a little bit more, uh, like in focus for a little bit, then I start being like, okay, why don't we try for you? See if we can do 10 of these. Yeah. See if we can do these two exercises mm-hmm. combined. Right. So it's always like, um, it's never a get your butt out there and exercise. It's like, Hey bud, like you want to go do this with me? And it's a thing we'd experience like as a family. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you just left it, do you want to go do this? It'd be no. But yeah. yeah. With me. And they're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's definitely, you, you've got to pair those two because it, it's going to mesh eventually, you know, where it's like, it's going to be like Pavlog's dog. Yeah. Right? You're just going right. to want to do it. So, well, and you know, I joined MBS when Mikey was a year old. And so him being in a CrossFit style gym or, you know, a group training setting like that is completely his norm yeah i mean becca too but i mean he was one years old and so hearing barbells falling right. and you know, loud music and stuff to him is just that's normal as another day yeah. yeah and i love that i think that that's great that they're not intimidated yeah um you know i mean i remember the first time i came in in this gym for my no sweat intro <laughs> i brought becca with me yeah and right up here in the front building, you know, is a lot of the power lifters. And Becca was like, I don't think we're in the right place. <laughs> and now she just walks in here. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. You know, and this is normal for her yeah. seeing, you know. A 300 pound guy with his shirt off, like yeah. throwing around weights. Is, she's yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. And it doesn't so even and take note of it. Yeah, no. Yeah. And I think that that's good. Yeah. hundred you know? percent. Yeah. I think, I think um, it makes me think of. Um, the K's kid mm-hmm. who, I mean, they've been coming here four-ish years, I would guess. Maybe a little longer than that. But um, but their son has been coming with them that entire time. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And uh, and usually he is playing with his toys or go play on the playground or kind of doing whatever. But, like, now as he now he's sick, so – He's kind of getting that age where he's like, I kind of want to do what y'all are doing. Yeah. <laughs> on yeah. Saturday, he did the whole daggum workout. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like a 21 wow. minute wad. Wow. Uh, and he's like jumping on a 20 inch box and just kind of like, oh my God. Uh, it, it makes you kind of be like, man, think of the leg up, the, the life that kid will have when from his earliest memories. He has always been exercising mm-hmm. versus the person at 50 who's trying to start it for the first time in their life. Right. right. I mean, that's, that's like, like 
that's a um, immeasurably uh, immeasurable benefit. Yeah, I mean that's uh, yeah. so huge for for him from a just life perspective, and it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And it goes even bigger, you know. Of course, like your family is is priority, but you know our our society as well, you yeah. know, is priority too, and uh, and the cost to society, you know. So that I think there's a lot of responsibility around you as the individual yeah. being fit and then us as parents being good stewards and trying to project these things onto our children so that they, they, uh, you know, not forcefully, but so that they can make a choice and yeah. it hopefully be the right choice, I guess. Uh, yeah. I think that's, I think that's important when you're communicating that to the kids at a young age where it is not just about how you look. It's right. like, this is what's necessary for you to be able to live, you know, the, the best life possible for yourself. And, and then in doing so, that's going to impact that next outer circle, like mm-hmm. your immediate family. Mm-hmm. The reason we do this is for our own individual benefit, but also so that we can be the best family possible. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they continue to just go out. And then when we're the best family we can possibly be, and because we're stewarding our bodies well, then we can have better impacts on our community, right? Yeah. And that's going to have bigger impacts on our nation, so on and so forth. And that you're, you're communi- commu- communicating these, like, larger, more noble uh, foundations of fitness beyond just, like, six-pack abs. What, yeah. What what sexy. What am I? You know what I mean? You know, like that kind of of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think um, one of the priorities, since the kids have shown more interest as they get older, one of my main things that I think about is I want to present fitness to them as an enjoyable thing. Right. I think that our culture kind of creates fitness or working out as something you have to do for your health, something, you know, you just got to go get done with. And uh, if we could change that mindset at a child's level and then grow up thinking, no, I get to do this. Fitness is fun. I mean, how incredible would that be? Because then they're going to influence their friends. They're going to have confidence at PE and school and sports. And that's going to boost their confidence. That's going to boost how they talk to people. I mean, it, it, it's very interlaced in so many other things. Someone asked me the other day with regards to the Ninja Gem about like how I felt opening up a, a business in like a society of like kids who are um, non-active. Mm-hmm. I was like, Phew. I was like, I was like, kids don't have to be convinced to be active. Yeah. Like if you've been around any kid, Activity and movement and exercise and play is just like innate within them. Mm-hmm. The the sedentary life is taught to them. Yes. It's taught because yeah, parents come home and they're too tired and they turn on the TV and on Saturdays they watch football games while drinking beer and and they are demonstrating these activities and these lifestyles to their kids and their kids just mimic them. Yep. Mm-hmm. But human movement, human play is innate within every single person. It's it's the opposite uh, that that is this learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's like why I want to have the Ninja Gym is because I want to create an opportunity where kids can come and play and learn to enjoy fitness, learn to to see their, themselves make progress, to overcome these obstacles, uh, and, to, and to make it part of a family fitness um, environment where they're saying like, like again, my parents work out. I work out. We do this together. Yeah. Uh, and they're seeing the benefits of it. And, and it's not this struggle of like, 
like you said, oh, I gotta go to the gym today. Like, I think people need to know that that mindset is a is a poison in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have the mindset that goes like, I don't want to go to the gym today, you have something wrong in your brain that right. you need to that that you need to fix in right now. Right. It, you cannot wait. That is like a giant um, red flag that something's incorrect. Right. Now the, the solution to that is to start going to the gym yeah. and start exercising and start feeling the benefits of it so that you can, so that that shift will change. And right. it goes back to like, not the, uh, I gotta go. Oh, I gotta go to the gym today. It's like, I'm going to the gym today. Like no matter what, Yeah. Uh, that's my, that's like, is important to me is breathing, eating, sleeping, right. drinking water mm-hmm. because I, my body requires that for life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my, your body requires sleep. It requires water. It requires food and it requires movement for life. And if you're not giving it that you're going to, your, your death's going to be the, the result. So if you've got that, that mind or that voice in your head that says, I don't want to go to the gym. Like you're, that's death in your head. That's yeah. poison. Like, yeah, get that out. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And we, we, uh, like I said, over the years, I guess, and, and for the last several years has been like, this is priority as it should be. It's not like I want to work out because, you know, I, I want to like look good. Of course I do, you know, but like, I, I'm like, no, I need this. And it doesn't have to be necessarily lifted weights. It can be something active, but you're absolutely right. Uh, the sedentary lifestyle, like I said, I work in healthcare every day. I'm like, this, all of this, that's a little, the vast broad, majority a broad a sweep self. there. A, a broad majority of this, these problems and these conditions are completely self-made. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's the bottom line is you have to make it a priority. And I hate to say you have to make it like it should be, you should want to. Yeah. It's yeah. like everything's so superficial um and electronic and, and things like that that it's hard to uh you're almost like you have a veil over your over your eyes where you yeah. can't really see the truth yeah yeah i mean you almost it's almost feeling like you've got to swim against stream yeah against the current to live a healthy lifestyle oh you do i mean that's just the, the world we're in now which is sad but i mean it's reality you know and i mean um i have a lot of clients that ask me you know, how do you and your husband logistically get to the gym? Y'all both work, you bo- you have kids, like logistically, how do y'all both get to the gym and, and work out and have time for your kids and hone in on your nutrition, you know, and I just, it's a lot of practice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's not overnight. No. And, it, and you're not going to have the energy to do everything overnight either. But if you keep at it, you will. Yeah. And small changes and consistency over time. And as a couple, having, having the understanding and the grace, you know, for Mm -hmm. one another, because there's, there's, you know, been times where he's like, I need to go to the gym. And I'm like, I haven't seen you all day, you know? And I mean, couple things every couple has. Yeah. You know, where I'm like, I haven't worked out yet. And he's like, but you just got home, you know? And, but it just comes with time and consistency and prioritizing it. Uh, bringing it into the family, making sure that we are all on the same page. Yeah. And, um, and not being so rigid. Yeah. Like, so, okay. You, 
you know, I, I kind of struggled with this for a while. It was like, I work out, it, whatever. And I've got these things I've got to do in my workout. And now I'm kind of like, okay, it's, it's not really that important um, in the grand scheme of things uh, for my goals, ultimate goals. And uh, so we have to adjust stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, people say, well, how do you have the time? It's like, no, we don't, we not only like have the time for one workout, but we have like several, like yeah. we do mobility in yep. the morning. We work out our workout, like actual workout in the evening. And then we go on like a two or three mile walk at night. Yeah. And we still play with our kids and we still eat good and we're not completely exhausted. Yeah. But so, all of that is the result of consistency and, yeah. and building and adding a little bit, mm-hmm. one little drop at a time to the bucket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's um, when you said this is important to us. So this is our value. We're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Like the, like uh, the way I like to describe it is like um, – the result has already been determined. The problem has already been solved. Like, I already right. know the end result of this. And yeah. it is this, we're going to exercise, we're going to eat right, we're going to eat, you know, we're going to play with our kids. How we work through that may, may vary, and that may be the constant change, but th- we're never trying to solve the problem of, are we going to? We're always trying to solve the problem of, like, how are we going to make it happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, there is no other answer. The yeah. answer is there. Yeah. And we so in doing so, right. like you've already determined that that's the end result. So now you're working towards a, a common problem that you can easily solve together. And you just have to now kind of play with that. And mm-hmm. there's going to be, um, there's going to be ways that you, you kind of adjust and it's going to be different for every season. Mm-hmm. But, but one, one of the benefits is like, because that problem has already been solved, all the other stuff goes away. Cause I'm the same way. I, I do three workouts a day. And people are like, how the crap do you run multiple businesses, have three kids, and and work out three times a day? I go, it's really simple. There's three things that are important to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's th- the things that are important to me get done. Everything else gets completely eliminated. Like right. we don't watch any TV. Zero. We occasionally might watch a TV show once a week, but almost always it's like even Friday night when it's now we can sleep in on Saturday. It's Friday night. We do our mobility. And we hang out together, yeah. Because we haven't, we want to get that time together as as a couple, right? And we don't get that time when we do watch a two hour movie, mm-hmm. so. right? Right. Um, and then you just build the muscle. Mm-hmm. It's like it's very difficult on the front end because on the front end, when you're trying to make that change, you, you don't have any of the habits in place. Right. You're, you're still trying to solve the problem, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's that's difficult to kind of work through, but. Um, the the way you get it done is because it's like you already know the end destination and you're just kind of hammering hammering through it and mm-hmm. you're building that muscle and you've got the got the habits in place mm-hmm. and the support. Yeah, you know, being like minded. Yeah. Like it's I like couldn't you, imagine like not having an understanding. You know, and still, you know, or vice versa. Her like being super into it and me just wanting to sit down and drink beer once yeah. I get home from work. That, that, that becomes, would, that kind of creates issues. That, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, um, and luckily, you know, we, we've always been active together. Um, and so I, that has, it's never even been like a thing we've talked about. It's yeah. just been like, it's just, it's just, it's just that way. every single time. Yeah, it's like y'all, y'all have a, it's a family value. Right. Yeah. And that's it's part uh, of our life. Who you are mm-hmm. as the pickets. It's a family value. Faith, yeah. family and fitness. <laughs> in, uh, in food <laughs> all the alliteration yeah right yes That's keep like, going yeah yes. um, <laughs> uh, the other thing I, I find is uh it's also it's like it kind of builds upon each other like um it's like 
how do you have the energy to do X, Y, Z and do it all? It's because, because you do all, you do all that stuff. Right. right. You know, it's like, because you do so it all, it becomes easier. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and that is, it, again, it's like, it's, it's tough to get that ball rolling sometimes. But once it's rolling, it becomes like super easy. Yeah. Right. Um, you're not super rigid because it may be like, like I, I recognize at some point my kids are going to change schools and they go to school at a different time. Well, that's a solution. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll, that, or that, that's a, a, a thing we'll have to address as a family. Okay, now how are we going to shift our schedules to kind of make this happen? Right. But it's never this shift of like, all right, well, this season of our life, we're not going to exercise. Well, and that's <laughs> the funny thing is, is like that those conversations have already been discussed. We have the foresight because it's a priority to yeah. think like, hey, two years from now, yeah. when Becca is in whatever middle school or whatever it may be, um, or four years, yeah, like she's going to be there at like whatever time in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, and then, we'll start and then earlier and yeah, different transportation. Have, right. And, yeah. And she'll have practice or something and Mikey will. It's like, like, all right, looks like I'm going to have to start waking up. And working out in the morning when yeah, that time yeah. happens, it's just yeah. gonna how if if That's I was gonna do. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think um, someone told this to me. They said, um, "Hey, recognize that that kids in your house were are only a quarter to twenty uh, percent of your life." And <laughs> I know it's sad, but like like um, more than that to me, which <laughs> is them being in your house, and then right. Um, Marriage is typically about uh, two thirds of your life, and one third of that is with kids. So, like, um, you're still going to be married. You're going to spend more time together as a married couple than it is that you will have kids together uh, right. as part of your family unit. Right. And kids as your family unit is only going to be a a much smaller percentage of your entire life. And so, it is like this. This is very important to me. Um, and we're gonna we're doing this as a family, but we're also setting um, foundations for the, for everything else because at some point my kids are going to not be here mm-hmm. in my house and they're gonna have their own lives, and it's just gonna be Jennifer and I. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and and if if I spend twenty years sacrificing my health and fitness uh, to um, to say I can prioritize my kids and people are like. Oh, I can't go work out because I'm prioritizing my kids. It's like, well, at the backside of that, you're going to, it's going to be bad for your marriage. It's going to be bad for your life. Right. Like, uh, and I try to encourage people to think generationally because, Mm -hmm. uh, like, what I'm trying to put in my kids now is like, again, we are the Allens. This is who we are. This is what we do. And I need that to to play out four or five generations from now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meaning, like, I want to be playing with my grandkids. I want my grandkids to have a, a granddad who throws a ball with them that goes on slides with them, that goes hunting and fishing with them and skis with them and, yeah. and exercises with them. And ideally even my great grandkids, if, if God allows that to happen. And so yeah. it's like, you, sometimes you got, it's, it can be overwhelming to get sucked into like the day to day scheduling. But sometimes you just need to have like a, a broader view and mm-hmm. say like, Hey, have a bigger picture of your life than just, this weekly calendar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You just get bogged down with the day to day and you just get in that rut. Yeah. You can't see yourself out of it, nor do you even know to see yourself out of it. And, uh, so that, that's having her, you know, obviously is a big 
big uh, factor in in making all this possible. And it, you know, we even joke around about, you know, what are we going to do when the when the kids are you know grown up? And I'm like, well, we just get to now we get to work out together like all the time. You know? <laughs> Well, and it also helps us being like-minded in this because there's days that I don't want to work out or he doesn't want to work out or our energy level dips and, yeah. you know, and he's like, no, 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 yeah, go on. You know, I got the kids go, <laughs> you know, and so he doesn't allow me to create an excuse, yeah. you know, because we all have days, yeah, yeah. you know, we don't feel that great or something. And um, so it's, it's helpful to yeah. have each other to push one another and also, I mean, we've kind of touched base on this, but one thing as far as the kids go is they are seeing that we are doing this together yeah. as a couple and they're seeing that we're encouraging each other and we're there for each other. Yeah. And, you know, Becca, she, you know, like I'll, he'll have a good workout and I'll go give him a kiss or yeah, something. Yeah. And Becca's like, oh my goodness, don't do that. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, Grimms. no, you should be happy that your parents yeah, love yeah, each yeah. other yeah. and are yeah. encouraging uh, unit together and they're seeing that they don't know what that means yet, but they're seeing it, you know, that's another normal we want for them, you know, like that is abnormal. It seems like in most places it's like, no, you want your mommy and daddy to be in love. Yeah. Yeah. You want that. And, um, you're going to want that when you're a mommy or yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I didn't, I've never thought about what, the difference would be uh, the different impact on kids would be between like watching a, a uh, spousal couple support each other um, in their fitness journeys and like versus not like, mm-hmm. I, I like you just kind of brought something to my attention and I never thought about it. Cause I, I, I mean, we deal with it all the time, but right. a spouse won't support their, yeah. won't support them either financially or schedule wise or emotionally, whatever bullshit reason. <laughs> <laughs> that they that they won't support their wife and right. like, or their, support their spouse and like stewing their body well and being healthy. But I've never thought about what that might look like to the kids' perspective. Yeah, everything we we are trying to do. I mean, not everything, of course, you know, but we are intentional. Yeah, with with certain things like sharing that, you know, hugging or yeah. whatever, kissing or being supportive or just sacrificing or mm-hmm. giving up my time for her and being uh, vocal about it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what you do. And being excited for each other. Right. Yeah. You know, like after the open this past year, I, I guess got a little taste of open magic and <laughs> completed um, a skill I did not think I was going to get through. And he was there the whole time. Yeah. He counted my reps for me. He no repped me a couple of times. <laughs> Um, yeah, play by the rules. <laughs> but when it was all said and done, I dropped that barbell and just jumped into a hug because I was so excited. Yeah. And the kids saw that, you know, yeah. and and other people see that, you know, and, and we want to be that encouragement that like this is fun. This is good. And this is good for us. That's like um, one of one of the reasons I'll tell people like this is why you should do group fitness. I was, I was asked people like how many high fives you get on a daily basis. How many good jobs do you get told on a daily basis? And like right. most people, the answer is zero. Yeah. I was like, when's the last time someone high fives you told you good job for something? And they're like, mm, I can't think of one. Ten, I'm like 10 years old when I, yeah, you know, Boy Scouts. my coach. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, that is not good. Right. <laughs> you know, can right. you imagine the, um, the, the difference in the mental deposits that you would get from being high five? Good job. 
I'm proud of you. That kind of like feedback that someone would get on a daily basis versus someone who never gets that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I can only imagine like how, how that would play out. And then when you take that to like the family aspect, it is, it is, um, imagine the impact it has on your kids for them to see mom and dad high-fiving each other, hugging, kissing, saying, good job. You did awesome. Um, in part of a community, like imagine that impact versus the kid who never gets to see that, mm -hmm. yeah. never sees their, their mom, mom. I mean, I'm not saying like even, they may have fine marriage relationships, yeah. but never see mom, dad achieve things. Cause to a kid, your, your physical achievements is somewhat of the only thing they can right. see. Like you getting a promotion at work is somewhat irrelevant to right. them. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like he's it. like, look how high I can jump. And yeah, that, right. to him, is like he's, you know, right. he, his promotion, you know. Yeah, so to see like your parents doing that, I, I imagine has a, uh, a pretty profound mental and emotional impact on a kid. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and then vice, uh, also like in that family unit, like I, I imagine it solidifies that family unit. Like when you as a, 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 as a family are doing difficult things and, and having pursuits and reaching, uh, reaching goals and congratulating each other and like being like, again, this is who we are and mm -hmm. this is what right. we do. And yeah. I think that like, I can only imagine the impact that plays out over like a lifetime versus the kid who never sees that and is like now going into the world in their 20s and 30s and trying to to navigate a world where that's where success requires that i mean mm -hmm. like that well, is just the, the reality mm -hmm. and it goes the other way too it's like uh you know if my kid has confidence uh because they've been given confidence and felt supported they're gonna they're, you know they're gonna pay it forward you know right. for lack of a better word or phrase and and they're gonna impact other people yeah. You know, so it's like if you could butterfly effect this thing out, you know, heck, I mean, w and we want to be supportive. Yeah. We want to be. We're not like, this is what I got to do again, you know. No, no. Like, when <laughs> somebody tells you a good you job, know, yeah. that becomes like, I'm like again, hey. you're like, yeah, that felt good. I I like I, that. That's cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we do high fives and we get, say good job here. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I want to congratulate this yeah. person. Like, yeah. you're right. It plays out significantly down down the road you can even imagine like that in your in your children's marriages right yes you know yes which i think about often you know i mean i know they're little now but it'll come sooner than we think and i want i mean i want nothing but a doting and supportive and loving husband for becca yeah and a a wife for mikey that cherishes him yeah. and supports him you know and i already think about that yeah well, how are they going to find those people? They're going to base it off what they know. Yeah. What their standard is. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I also have used, um, you know, I I like that the kids have seen me uh, push hard yeah. and sweat yeah. and sometimes even fail yeah. in the gym because I can use that as an example. Like, you know, when Becca fails something, when yeah. she doesn't do well at athletics of, you know, fill in the blank. I can be like, well, honey, you know what? When I first started, you know, doing back squat, I was awful at it, yeah. you know? And, and, and daddy I, still is. <laughs> and I practiced though. I didn't give yeah. up. You know, the first time I picked up a barbell, I wasn't like, this isn't for me and left. Yeah. No, I continued doing it. I showed up again. Yeah. You know, there's days that I, I struggle 
and I fail and there's days that I succeed and I'm proud of myself. Yeah. And that is a process that you can learn. I just use fitness as the example because yeah. she sees it, you know, and she Mikey, can relate. Mikey yeah, sees she can it, see but he's still a little young. young. Yeah. <laughs> but you, it, you know, when you're having those conversations, like one, I think it comes off way more authentic. Yeah. Like when I hear someone who I know speaking from experience about something versus someone I know who, who isn't, especially when it's like, with regards to a mental or like emotional yes. way of dealing with something, I can like straight up be like, "Man, you are full of shit." <laughs> I, I like I yeah. I know that you don't live this out, yeah. and I it, I can hear it in your right. voice mm-hmm. and the way that you're saying it. I know that is right. like you don't know what you're talking about. So, one, your voice is just more authentic, mm-hmm. and you can speak into it more clearly. But then, two, they see it in you, and mm-hmm. then they know. I know, I, I know I've seen my mom struggle and suffer and, mm-hmm. and fail a couple of times and yeah. still get back underneath it and, and, and try it again. Mm-hmm. So, and then, and you, and then you can with confidence say like, Hey, Becca, I know that was hard, but this is what the pick, who's this, is who the pickets are. And this is what we do. Right. We're not going to let that thing defeat us. Get back under there. Try it again. Yeah. You got this. Absolutely. You know, and then they're mm-hmm. like. Okay. 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 Let's go do it, you know? Yeah. yeah. When they get the, when they can visualize the example. Yeah. You know, um, then I think that there's just, that's priceless. 100%. You, you really can't put a, a measure to that. And, you know, there was even an example um, where Becca, she needed some additional tutoring at school and she just felt like that was the end of the world yeah, for yeah. her. And I told her, I said, you know, you know, I, I feel like I'm a pretty decent athlete. Yeah. You know, I can always improve. We can always improve, you know. But I said, do you think that I'm pretty good at doing what I do in the gym? And she was like, well, yeah, from what I what I know. And I said, yeah. And I still am going to a personal trainer. Yeah. I'm still going to get additional help. Yeah. Because I want to get excellent at it. I yeah. said, that's exactly what tutoring is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's an area. I'm not saying you're not good at it. But if you have the opportunity to get additional help wouldn't you take it she was like well yeah i guess yeah. you know I'm like that's awesome yeah you get a free coach <laughs> like come on take come it. on take it. yeah well, that's something else to think about is like considering the impact of teaching your kids the the benefit of coaches and, yes and yeah i mean uh like i have always had a problem just maybe being a male in general but like I'm going to being a male. I'm going to be, yes. <laughs> For, this is my show to come out. <laughs> but uh, no, like doing everything myself, you know, yeah, yeah. and it's been like, all right. like, And I still want to. I still want to put the effort in because I get, I get satisfaction out of that. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I need help. Yeah. I need help. And there are people that know how to do this better than me. And uh, I will still do my part. But uh, I'm going to ask for help when I need it. And that, yeah. that helps. Uh, they can see that. And, you know, especially in, even with us. Yeah. You know, you know, whether it be nutrition or like, hey, maybe or my weight stalled or something. Or like, I can't do this or uh, I may need PT or whatever. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, like we supportive and we talk about those things and uh, we problem solve. Yeah. It's like a lot of things that fitness has like come full circle for us in our lives. I think the way I'll describe it to my kids is a coach is part of the team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we're always going to be able to achieve things 
faster, better, um, less, you know, uh, struggles along the way. Like if we do it together as a team, and so like we're, this coach is now part of part of this team that's designed to kind of help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I describe it to a lot of people is I say a coach is two things. It's a time machine. So yeah, they're going to be able to apply knowledge right. and experience uh, that you haven't achieved yet. And so you can either or gained it. You, you can either take the time, yeah, <laughs> or you can get you know you can get the next six years of of experience and knowledge applied to you in the next three months. Mm-hmm. Like I'll take that right, right. Uh, and they're also an emotional um, filter. Mm-hmm. In other words, like you can't have objective thoughts about yourself. It's impossible. So yeah. uh, a coach can be objective about that and speak into that situation and kind of like, well, here's how your emotions are making you think, feel about X, Y, Z. Now let me provide you some objective truth that now we as a team will decide what the next step is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I've kind of thought like I will probably not ever coach my kids. They don't respond as well. And like, we, we've seen that over and over again. Um, you know, we were trying to teach Becca how to swim and it wasn't, wasn't going well. And then granddad comes along and like, she like can swim in like an hour. Just yeah. doing what <laughs> I'm like, we told her. The exact time. same things you told yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. And then, and with some of your PT clients being children, like, oh, she did great. And she listened so well. And it's like, it's because you're not her mom. Yeah. You're not related to her. That's why. Yeah. But, um, absolutely. It's a yeah. definitely, it's, it's a valid point. It's like, like I, I want to be their dad first yeah. and not their coach. And I think that, I mean, there's, there's obviously like being, be, part of being a dad is being a coach, part of yeah. being a parent, right. coaching through that. But like, I think. They need um, you support. To I don't want to be either. their main primary coach that's teaching them X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. I, I think I can probably more be, hey, bud, like, I'm going to support you by, like, especially in the gym. Like, like you're yeah. definitely going to go train with another <laughs> coach in the gym. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'll be like, what would y'all do today? Oh, that's awesome, man. Like, yeah. uh, uh, if you have any questions, man, I'm happy to help. You know, that kind of right. thing. Yeah. Versus being like, someone else can tell your kid to work hard. Yeah, and they're gonna have a better response to it than yeah. just and you like get your to wife cheer them on. <laughs> or your your husband. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you get to be there to cheer them on. You get yeah. to be what you, you get to be, be the support. I get to be the support system yeah. and say, "Hey, I'm proud of you. I love you. That was great." Right. Versus your technique was bad. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to adjust this thing. Stink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the well, connections cool. are too close. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> too much emotion in there, and that I mean, like I, I have good memories of of my dad. Um coaching me but i also like he coached me in soccer i mean uh, sorry in, in, in hockey and i remember it like it, it wasn't that he he was a good coach he did fine mm-hmm. it was just like it's just it's just different when it's your dad mm-hmm. yeah you know and it's a it's it feels a lot better when your dad's like that was awesome but i'm proud of you versus giving you those game after critiques right can't yeah. you just be happy for me dad you know <laughs> like, like this is why you do <laughs> because like there's like uh, it's 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 good to compartmentalize things where it's like at the like at the hockey rink I play hockey and then when I'm back in the car I'm like in my family unit mm-hmm. right and like when that hockey game fall you know um, carries over into the car then I feel like that becomes it can be like a, a bit of a muddy situation yeah. for the kids. Yeah. And so like if that family unit is supposed to be like super supportive, always stable, 
place, then like it, I feel like it's a, a usually a better situation where the dad is is or the parent is not the coach, right? And the 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 the, the parent says, "Hey, man, that was awesome." Now, a parent might say, "Hey, but um, I think you could benefit from from maybe going and doing some some hidden lessons. Like, I'd be happy to 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 set that up for you. Like, would, would you be interested in doing yeah. some hidden lessons? Yep, cool. All right, awesome. I'll set it up. You know, right. yeah, be, be their supporter, be the connection, the liaison yeah. of what they need. Yeah, that's the parents' role. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If the, you know, if the kids like, he's like, hey man, I mean, oh, man, that was a tough game. Like, you know, over four. I was, you know, yeah. sorry, bud. Like, how you feel about it? Uh, man, hey, you tell you what, if if you want some hint lessons, I'm I'm happy. I love yeah. you either way, whether whether you perform well or not. But if you'd like to 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 work on this to get better, get the tutor. I'm happy to kind of set that up. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah. All right. We got to wrap it up. Any final thoughts to send out to the parents out there? Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, to kind of sum it up, the overall idea here to simplify it is that we are the example to our kids, you know, and what, what do we want for our children? We want them to be healthy. We want them to be in a supportive relationship as they get older. We want them to encourage others. We want them to have a boosted confidence. So we need to be that. Yeah. You know, um, we don't need to just put them in front of a screen. We need to be playing with them, talking, investing in them. And by doing so, we need to invest in ourselves, you know, and show self-worth in ourselves. And they will see that and they will they will hopefully reciprocate and having self-worth in themselves. Mm. Um, and all of that ties into fitness. Uh, we can't we can't just individualize fitness over here in the corner. I mean, it plays a role and is sewn into every aspect that we play as parents, as athletes, as a couple, um, as coaches, we have to prioritize that. And we just have to think big picture. Yeah. And I think that that's overall to simplify it. That's what we got to think about. Love it. Fitness is very fruitful. Um, as you can tell, we could keep going. <laughs> and in so many more facets. Yeah. Uh, but it's worth the investment. And uh, it doesn't have to be gung-ho. It can just start off small, but the consistent um, consistency that you develop will produce those fruits. Like, you will be happier will have more energy you will learn how to be supportive you will want to be supportive you will yearn for this time together as a family like it just comes out of it so just that's my big big takeaway is just to be consistent just start and lead by example and people will follow love it all right y'all nbs fitness radio out thank you for listening to nbs fitness radio If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, follow us on social media, and check out our website at www.nbsfitness.net. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more NBS Fitness Radio.